Good afternoon and welcome to Local Matters. This is your host, Sam Brooks, and I got someone in the room today that's got the same last name I do, but we're not actually related, and his name is Danny Brooks. And uh, welcome to the show, Danny. It's a pleasure to have you on today. Well, I'm glad to be here, Sam. I've been watching, uh, listening to this, and it's it's really been nice, so glad for i really appreciate you asking me well also awesome i'm sure you're going to add some flavor to the show today so that's going to be pretty cool uh denny is someone that i've known for a, a long period of time actually coached me at tennessee tech uh he was our special teams coach for jim ragland at that time and that's something that we're going to revisit here in a little while but we had an extensive uh past and 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 present uh together uh, here in Cookville, Tennessee. We actually uh, co-own a business together called CSA Prep Star, which we're going to talk about, which I know Danny's very excited about. And we're going to get into all those things. But, Danny, I want to start with a younger Danny Brooks, maybe uh, the Danny Brooks that a lot of folks around Cookville don't really know. They, You got here in college, and we're going to talk about how you got here. But I want to hear a little bit more about young Danny Brooks. Well, I was born and raised in Lynchburg, Virginia, home of Jerry Falwell and Liberty <laughs> University. Matter of fact, I helped build some of the college back in the day. Who we played when who, I was at Tennessee Tech. Absolutely. And, um, you know, had a pretty good career. Um, we, we, our, our high school was massive. My graduating class was about 1,200 kids. We, wow. we lost one football game in two years. Ninth and tenth graders just didn't play on the varsity team because there was so many people. Sure. Um, I was fortunate enough to play my in tenth grade, but I was more of a dummy, a tackling <laughs> dummy, than I was anything at that point. And of course, uh, my junior year, I had a tremendous year. I was a fullback. It kind of changed as time went on, but I was a fullback back in high school. Um, we we were a we were a powerhouse. Um, kind of a huge school that you played for. What the build up to that and creating a. a a player that was able to play on that level of football growing up i'm sure you played training league you played junior high and your parents probably played a huge role in supporting you to do that well my dad was a he played football in high school uh went to the university of maryland after uh, a little stint in the military in uh, korea and you know, they've always been supportive. I mean, they never missed a ball game. They, I don't care if we played where we played. Um, and that was that was awesome, but they never pressured me to do anything. Um, but it was kind of pretty much decided upon that I was, you know, going to kind of go in the footsteps. Now, when did you know, uh, I always ask all the coaches that come on the show that had, uh, you know, even played high school ball, but when did you know that football was something you might want to do at the college level? Well, I think it was probably my junior year in high school. Um, I was an All-American, and back then it was it was a little bit different in how they did it. But, you know, we never lost a football game. We played Woodbridge for the state title. Um, and, you know, we just – I mean, it was, it was pretty awesome. And at that point when they started talking to me, uh, it looked like I had, you know, an opportunity to maybe go to the next level. Well, and I, you know, I, we've had these stories between you and I for a long, long time, but you, you were getting recruited from some, from some pretty big schools at that time. Yeah. I mean, I, I – now, of course, I grew up in ACC territory. Uh, Lou Holtz was the coach at NC State at that time. Uh, Sonny Randall was the coach at UVA. Um, it, it was um, – but every Thursday – 
back then you you couldn't you could go to as many schools as you wanted to. Right. So I ended up just you know every Thursday I went somewhere, and it was um, it was an experience. Whether it was North Carolina, whether it was NC State, whether I went to South Carolina, I, I went to some really and and plus there were other players on on our team, so. You know, we had we had some. Um, Bear Bryant came by our high school at one point back in the day. Notre Dame, I, I uh, Notre Dame. Eric Parsegan was you know was there. Um, they they talked to me, but you know it was you know, and I got hurt a little bit my senior year, and you know I went from a blue chip to an ice chip pretty quick. Yeah, I and mean, we uh, you know we had talked about that before too because a, a friend of ours who played at Tennessee Tech, Jerry Jared, kind of was in the same situation. He was a pretty big recruit. I know being recruited by the University of Tennessee through Cookville High School, and he hurt his knee his senior year, and that kind of his opportunity to play at that level, which is all he ever dreamed of, kind of went out the window. And then and then all of a sudden, it's it's amazing how similar your stories are. But all of a sudden, Jim Raglan at Tennessee Tech gave Jerry Jared the opportunity to play college football and ended up working out pretty good for you. How did that opportunity, and I want the people to hear this story, how did that opportunity transpire for you to get to Tennessee Tech? Well, I was going to a junior college at <laughs> Lee's McRae Junior College. I, I had gotten moved from fullback to center because our center blew out his knee. I was at about 235 pounds, and the coach calls me in one day and says, Hey, Danny, you're it. <laughs> and so, you know, things went pretty good. All of a sudden, I started getting a few phone calls from University of Tennessee and Bill Battles, uh, organ, you know, his coaching staff, and I really thought that that might be where I might be going. And all of a sudden, Bill Battles fired. <laughs> Johnny Majors comes in. And I'm out. Right. And so I was going home. I mean, I, I didn't have money for school or any of that. And so I went home, and I got a phone call from Coach May. And, you know, he just basically said, hey, you know, we got a spot here. If you – I didn't even know where Cookville was. I didn't – I couldn't even find it on a map. And it's important to me, Danny, for some of these kids out there listening. I know we deal in recruiting now with our business, but some of these kids that know you're in a situation where – you may have an opportunity. You have an opportunity in a place that you've never heard of before. But as you said, at that time for your family, money was kind of hard to come by. And you really didn't even have a, a good idea of what you were going to do when you got here. Couldn't further my education without it. I mean, you know, back in the day, I played in the 70s. And back in the day, you know, you either had money to go to school or you didn't. And I was in that category that I didn't. So, you know, I mean, I... I had gone to a junior college. They worked it out to where it cost me very little to go to school. But, you know, that was the only way to really get an education back then. You know, they don't have all the programs that they have today. We're talking to Danny Brooks, a local businessman, former Tennessee Tech football player. And, Danny, that gets us to Tennessee Tech. And you come on campus, and uh, you had played at Lees McCray College. And so you come on campus, and, and you get an opportunity to show your best against some of the best here at Tennessee Tech, which at that time, I have to say, had some pretty good teams. Yeah. I mean, you know, because what really drew me to Tech was when coaches started talking about, you know, winning the OVC championship and putting 16,000 people in the stands and, you know, that those were things that I was used to. Yeah. And, you know, now when I went to Lee's McRae, 
we were at 7,000 feet up in the mountains and, you know, didn't get a chance to, to play for big crowds. But we played some good teams. And so to come to Tennessee Tech, you know, at that particular point, really I thought was my only option. But it ended up being an awesome, awesome uh, opportunity for me. Oh, yeah, it worked out well for you. And I, I see you uh, at the alumni golf scrum we have every summer. I see you interacting with all of those people. And it, it's neat for me because you said it a, a second ago, my memories of Tennessee Tech when I was young, when, when I went to a game and Don Coach Wade was there and they had these players that, that now are kind of names that you remember, I do remember those stands being absolutely full. And I, we one time we had to sit up under the press box because it was so full just to even get a seat. So it, it was interesting how popular that was at that time and maybe more of a community situation where there wasn't a whole lot of other things people could do where now is they have a world of things to do. Well, everything's so transit now, but – you know, I remember fraternities going up on homecoming weekend on Friday night and all of the pledges were having to put up their, you know, their letters and stuff <laughs> on Friday and spend the night there because if not, they didn't have a spot the next day. Wow. You know, and it was it, it was really different. And, you know, I, I think that some of the things that are going on today might kind of bring some of that back. Which kind of leads me into my next thought process. Uh, we've had Dwayne Alexander in here uh, uh, really early on when he got hired to talk about some of that. For Dwayne to, to come in, Coach A, come in, take it by the horns and doing the things that, that he's doing to, to bring the program back, can't do anything but excite somebody that's as purple as gold as we are. I always talk about this and shifting gears a little bit, so... You're a very successful business person and have been for a long time. You come from a situation where you grew up in a family that you know had everything you needed but didn't have a whole lot extra, uh, and, and you've worked your hind end off to get to a place to where you've built your business now, and, and it's fairly secure, and you're starting to maybe turn over the reins a little bit to your family and, and start thinking about the future. How important has your sports career been to – building the person that can lead a business and industry like you have for many years and been successful at it? I don't think I'd be where I am today if I hadn't been in sports. I don't think I'd be where I am today if I didn't stay involved in sports. Um, it, it is the core of who I am, and it always has been, and I don't I don't really see that changing anytime soon, really. Well, and I want to give – the folks uh, an example of that uh when i took over the job at upperman high school to be head football coach you were the second person i called beyond brian chambers and i said danny you know, I'm, I'm taking this job i'd love for you to come be my defensive line coach and without hesitation which kind of surprised me um you told me that you would love to do that and and, w- and what people have to understand when you do something like that the time that you have to devote to high school football and those kids it's time. It's time during the day, and it takes away from other things that you could be doing, which, you know, in layman's terms, pretty much cost you a lot of money to be able to do that. Why did you do that? What is your love for that sport and giving back that allowed you to do that? Well, let me say this. I've been in the in the business world 39 years since I have lived in Cookville, Tennessee. Nine of those years I helped coach either at the college level or at the high school level. Because I'll be real honest with you, when you called me that day and you had taken that job because I had been talking to your principal and really thinking this was time for you to take that job, as we all know, um, it was uh, – I thought you were going to call and want me to give money for uh, some headsets 
or you know for some shoulder pads. Well, you did that too, but <laughs> and uh, we did end up doing that. But you know, but when you brought that up, you know, I hadn't ever done that, and I think that you know I, I'm a big believer that you you have to give back, and if you're not going to give back, and all you do is take, then you know something's wrong with you. And I've just always felt like it's important for me to give back. We're talking to Danny Brooks, local businessman and also former Tennessee Tech Golden Eagle, and we'll be right back. Welcome back. This is Sam Brooks again with Local Matter Sports. We're going to continue our conversation today with Danny Brooks, local business owner and entrepreneur and former Tennessee Tech football player. We were just getting into the discussion about uh, family. Danny, I know family is something that is very important to you and and you hold very close to your heart let's let's talk a little bit about your family you married a lovely wife karen brooks who was a a great coach is a great coach in her own right Uh, tell me a little bit about your folks well karen and i've been married we'll be married 17 years this coming up june you know you always say that you know you might not hit it every time but i certainly found my soulmate in karen the one thing that I that I love about Karen is that she it was never about her, which was really along the lines of me. And you know, this woman had almost a thousand wins in thirty one years at at Cookville High School, all at the same school. Uh, just a tremendous lady, and and I totally have utmost respect for everything that she's done, and I watched a lot of it. Um, Karen had two children. I had one. Her youngest was very young when we when we got together, and I adopted Julie uh, when she was about six or seven years old. She would go to kindergarten and first grade, and she <laughs> says, well, I don't understand. They're calling me Harrison. I think I'm Brooks. So we, we fixed that. My daughter, Leslie, is uh, in her 30s, been married for about six years now. Married a gentleman out of Mississippi. They were living in Washington, D.C. I used to go up and see him all the time. Very expensive place to go. Uh, I think the biggest issue I had was, though, is that my granddaughter had to, her playground was in Congressional Cemetery mm. because he lived inside the loop of Washington, D.C. Um, at that point, I just, I figured out that I could, could could create my succession plan right and so three years ago this last november uh, they moved back to cookville and nicholas her husband has been working for me ever since uh brent you know brent was probably one of the best athletes to ever step foot in this town i would agree with that um a lot of issues over the years and things this nature but uh, Brent is running a co- one of the companies that we're doing right now, just doing an awesome job. Could not be more proud of him. Uh, and, um, you know, he's doing well, got got a girlfriend, a fiancé, and everything is just going uh, on, on the family front. I just couldn't ask for it to be any better than it is right now. Right. And, of course, uh, talk a little bit more about the, the business world. Let's fill everybody in on what exactly do you do now. Well, I have been in the insurance business for 39 years. A lot of people don't really know what I do, but I'm a wholesaler, right? and I do business all over the United States. I've been doing this for a very long time, um, and I'm pretty proud of that. 
Now, Danny, how did you fall into that? I wanted to touch on that a little bit. Uh, you, you began in the, the insurance business. Uh, well, after I was still a couple in school. Things. Yes. Um, I started in the college market. I started uh, with a company called Kentucky Central back in 1978 and been there and, you know, stayed with them for about 16 years. And then um, around the in the 1990s, 1996, I think it was, um, they had some issues and we created a marketing organization Uh, that went until 2000. Uh, I was running it. We had working with, you know, various companies, and that was just going great. Um, then Karen and I got married in June of 2000, and in all, uh, 60 days after we got married, I found out that I had colon cancer. Right. And so everything just kind of came to a screeching halt. Matter of fact, I offered to let her have a free bogey, um, <laughs> you know, um, and so that that took about a year of my of my life. I'm now been cancer free for 18 years. Things are well, um, but you know it was a it was kind of a dicey type situation. And then here recently, um, especially after the financial crash of seven, eight, nine, oh seven, eight, nine, um, I decided that I was going to take into my own hands some of the, my retirement because. I'm 61 years old, and I just didn't want to wake up one day and go, golly, you know, my 401K's gone and everything else. So um, about 14 years ago, I bought uh, into a tobacco shop. Um, about seven years ago, I opened up a liquor store. I have the property over on 10th Street. Um, they go hand-in-hand hand pretty well. Um, we... A year and a half ago, I started a spray foam insulation company that Brent's running. And, of course, you and I have had CSA Prep Star for the better part of about 10 years. Um, so um, not no problems with staying busy. How does how does how do you manage all that on a day-to-day? And I know you. I mean, you're the type of person that gets up at 5 in the morning and you work till a certain time in the in the day and then – you have the unique ability to turn that off. You know, I, I wish I had that ability. But uh, how do you how do you manage all those things at once? Um, it's taken some uh, effort. I mean, it's it, it's a situation to where I just think it's really important that you got good people with you. You know, in my office, I got people that's been with me over twenty years. Uh, in my uh, tobacco shop, I've got somebody that's been with me thirteen. In the liquor store, ever since we opened up, about half of my staff is still with me, um, and and that's real important. You know, you got to trust them. You got to, you know, give them, you know, a little latitude and let them make some decisions and things of that nature for you. Um, but the bottom line is, is that, you know, I, I can, I can, I've always been pretty good about being able to turn something off and turn something on, and you know now. That, that makes for not as many sleepless, you know, good night sleep. But, you know, the bottom line is, is that I feel pretty comfortable that, you know, um, we handle everything. And, you know, with having people come into place, you know, I've been doing this a long time. So I'm, I'm coming into a place to where I want to, you know, 
you know, start handing it off to them. So we're talking to Danny Brooks, former Tennessee Tech football player, former Tennessee Tech football coach, and local businessman. Continue our conversation into uh, let's go back to Tennessee Tech football because you got a lot of interest there, and that's kind of where you got your beginning in football. And interested to know, you're the coach at Tennessee Tech. What about Cookville and Tennessee Tech is of interest that a kid would want to come here and be a part of this this team? Well, I won't tell you since 1977 to now, Cookville has just become a awesome town. It's um, it has everything that you want. You know, when my daughter, I talked to my daughter and son-in-law about moving back, she didn't want to move back. And now I don't think that I could pry her away from Cookville. You know, it has stuff for every age group. I think the administration is doing a good job. Um, but Tennessee Tech is also stepping up just big time. I mean, I mean, there's more building going on there than I've seen there in a long time. They're, they're not sitting still. They're moving forward. And if you were uh, a, a high school senior thinking about going to a college, uh, Tennessee Tech University would – should definitely be up on top of your list. Yeah, I think the logistics play a role now too because you're you're an hour and a half away from Chattanooga, Knoxville's right down the road, Nashville's right down the road. You're really in the middle of all of that, but in a in a location and in a town that that's big, but it's probably not too big. Well, I that's the reason that I never moved. You know, in my business and in the insurance business, I should have probably moved to Nashville 40 years ago. But I wanted a good education for my kids. I wanted to, you know, have the, you know, where you knew, you know, more people instead of, you know, the hustle and bustle. And, you know, um, for me, in, in the last 40 years, the prettiest view of those t- cities that you were talking about, because I do a lot of work in all of them, is seeing them in my rearview mirror coming right. home. Right. That's 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 awesome. Um, I'd probably get in trouble if we didn't mention the, uh, at least plug the, uh, TTU football alumni golf scramble that's going to be held this summer, uh, open to any golfer in, in Cookville. Um, what would you say to someone interested probably in being a part of that? Well, you know, it, it's become a, a, a huge event. You know, you and I have been part of it for many, many years, and it started off with 20 or 30 former football players that just decided to get together for a couple of days. And it, I think last year we had 138 golfers. Um, the other thing, too, that I think for a, a golfer in Cookville that's not a, fo- a former football player, it's an opportunity to meet, you know, I mean, there's not a lot of people that get to meet Jim Youngblood or, you know, some of these people that George are. George Rogers. That are, yeah. It, it, that are legends, yeah. you know, as far as Tennessee Tech's concerned. But the other thing too is we have a lot of fun. There's the auctions, the dinners. We got a lot of local businesses that come in and really, you know, take care of doing the food and all that stuff. We it, it's just a fun event. It is. It ends up being a great weekend. A lot of conversation, a lot of fellowship going on. It's unique in in that. And uh, you know, a lot of folks come in on that Friday. It's not necessarily the tournament day, but uh, everybody ends up getting out on the golf course and practicing a little bit and kind of had a, a, a open run at it out there and and then that leads into the dinner on Friday night which is 
Tony Stone barbecue, which you can't get any better than that. And uh, it just ends up being a pretty awesome event. I don't I don't care if you're a football player or not, but if you like golf and, and you love uh, being around it. So we definitely invite all you guys out there, girls too, to be a part of that. And, and uh, Danny, thank you so much for spending a, a few minutes of your time coming in and and really educate some folks on who Danny Brooks is, where you came from, and, and what your loves are. And we appreciate your time. Well, thanks, Sam. I enjoyed being here.